Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tilly Talks. Thank you for joining me on episode one. Um, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's um, followed me on my journey so far to get into my media career. So thank you for that. Also, happy Halloween, everyone. How are we celebrating? Trick or treat? Treat or trick? Anyway, today... I have two gorgeous ladies with me. If you'd like to introduce yourselves. I'm Zainab. I'm a first year media communication student um, going to uni with these two. Um, creatively, I'm kind of lost, I guess. Don't know what I want to do specifically. We'll get into but that. Yeah, exactly. We'll get into that. Um, I'm kind of experimenting for now. That's why I chose media communications because like, I can tip my toes into loads of different things. But yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm Kushi. I'm studying media communications as well at UAL, LCC, and I'm also experimenting. I've kind of had a passion for media for a very long time, about five, six years now. And yeah, I'm just trying to see what niche I'm going to go into. Perfect. So first question I have for everyone is how did you settle into university? What was your what was your expectations and like, was it what you imagined it to be? Well, I thought it was going to be like this like life-changing thing, like university, like my life is going to be amazing and perfect. But it was kind of just like just a different way of learning, I guess. And like yeah. my favourite thing was like meeting new people, meeting people that are like more like-minded. And um, yeah, like it's not like you think it's drastic, but it's literally just a different atmosphere yeah. compared to college. Yeah. So like, I mean, to be honest, because LCC is actually quite... It's not a big school. It's not like a big campus university. It just feels like shifting colleges. Yeah. I mean, it is a college, so it's not like a very... It's not as intimidating as it seems to be. Exactly. Yeah, Especially a, like... Yeah, there's not a big expectation from you because everyone kind of knows that you've just come from... Most probably you've come from college or sixth, sixth form. So it's quite... It's not as scary as you think it is. Yeah, I feel like when, like when I was talking to people that like my workmates and people in my not in my sixth form but like my friends I was gonna like I had like my mind was set I was like I'm not talking to anyone I'm not going to freshers events and then it's like completely 360 from what it actually was so I was like to my friends I ain't going to no freshers events I can't talk to anyone so I'm just gonna leave it why like why did you not want to speak to anyone I don't know like it's just I've never really been wanted do that like I, I speak unless I'm spoken to I don't speak unless I'm spoken to so for me to go to a freshers event like when I met you guys at the first ever freshers event like when you think about it like we all came by ourselves yeah that was a big step that's for like that three of us yeah. yeah to go to it's not even like like because I was expecting myself to just wing it and just go into the first lesson mm. and then just meet people like that and then we went to like a party event on our yeah, own yeah it was so, so fun <laughs> but it's good to like break those exactly through those barriers yeah. and stuff because especially since we're media students you have no choice but to talk to every you have to yeah. network people, do you know you what i mean speak. so i feel like a lot of um a lot of things like walls that i've put up my whole life have been slowly broken down so but good. yeah but I when i met you at the it was the rooftop one i was like you were the one that I like meshed with the best, mm. and then once we like started to get a bit deep with each other, she was like, "It was telling me this like I was not going to go to any freshers' events," and I was like, 
same like I have lots of anxiety so this is like really hard for me to do yeah but we both found each other and like Tilly was like very much giving confident so I was like wow that's crazy like how you feel on the inside is completely different to yeah Zainab, can I just say first of all, I thought Zainab was like the same height as me. <gasps> me too. So no when way. I came, <laughs> me too. I thought Zainab was a lot taller than I really? should be like my yeah. height or something. So I when I came to the station, and then I was looking at you next to me, and I was like, "Is that Zainab?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There's That's no so way weird. she's that short." So the pictures give off like I look taller. Yeah, yeah definitely. Taller. Oh, I love that. Yeah. But then that's kind of like catfishy. <laughs> it's not. It's not your fault. Yeah. Exactly. I don't really have. We just assumed. Body. But that was so funny, like... <laughs> it was so awkward. I don't it know if we're going to get awkward. into that, but the first ever went, event we went to, I mean, I get it, but, like, it was the most awkward thing ever. It like, was speaking awkward. Speaking about it later, we were, like, we were both, like, we were both thinking it, that was the most awkward thing ever, but once we started to get the... Start Bit to drink. let loose <laughs> Yeah. But I think everyone everyone was awkward, like... Um, it's understandable. You like you don't know who these people are really. Yeah. When you think about it, like yeah, we had spoken up with like strangers. Exactly. Like yeah. we had spoken through like group chats and stuff. Did you yeah. two know each other before? No. Like we, we only like on knew LCC. through like the group chat. Through yeah. the group chat. And then yeah. she messaged me because she was like, "Oh, we're on the same course," and I didn't notice. Yeah. And like we just got to know each other from there. But it was yeah. like in depth. It wasn't in depth. Yeah, we uh, met each other mid that rooftop party. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I remember she pointed at me and she was, was like, like <gasps> and I was like, oh, "It's I know. you." I think I think that's Zainab. And I think everyone had a little bit of alcohol in them, mm. so it was a bit easier to exactly. kind of just weren't as like yeah that's what I was doing like I would even like people that were just like can I get by please you were so and I was like speaking to everyone to <laughs> yeah. but so. it was fun it was so nice <laughs> it was so funny I was like wow Tilly like people didn't know until like I was like I know you from Instagram some people knew who I was because it's obvious when I post my stuff that's how I knew who you were because I didn't know who you was when when you and Tilly showed up. Yeah. And then I took a good look at you and I was like, I know who you. You knew are. me because yeah, I never met you before. No, we had as in like I saw. I remembered your profile picture. Oh. And then like on the LCC group chat, I already followed oh. you and oh. I was like, I know who you are. And oh I was like, my god! I, I can't lie. I, I went through your whole account like before. I was like, wow, she's so cool. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is Tilly to my sister. <laughs> really? She's like, yeah, she looks like your kind of girl. And I was like, yeah. What before so. the rooftop fight or? I, I showed after. her your Insta after, and she was like, yeah, she's like your kind of vibe, I think. But yeah. before I met, yeah, I, was, I stalked both your accounts. I'll be real. <laughs> really? But we all do that. Come on now. Yeah. Do we yeah. know? Yeah. 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 I feel like the jump from like GCSE to like from secondary to um, college was bigger though from this to yeah definitely mm-hmm. there's but you do feel more like an adult like you feel like oh my gosh yeah but do you like that though no well, no sometimes I do something I don't because you know before you could be like I'm a child like you have things that protect you but now that like we're 18 or like, you're 19 you're gonna be 19 <laughs> I'm just like yeah like things I have to do stuff myself. myself like I'm an adult and that's scary mm. I, I feel like I'm still 12 you know yeah. Uh, yeah I feel the same it's like no one's no one's always there to protect you you yeah. have to protect yourself which is understandable but that that is mm. one change that's very it's kind of scary yeah you don't really have much control either yeah things are out of your control yeah exactly I was going to say, like, the amount of depth we had in A-level, like, with our work and the amount of workload is nowhere as close to how it is now. Maybe, I mean, maybe it's just our course, but 
it's not as much detail and you'd think it's the opposite because it's like a qualification, it's a degree. But it's definitely more like relaxing. It's easier on my mental health because I remember in sixth form, like the amount of work we had, like assignments every day due in. Now it's like assignments once a month. So I'd yeah. say that's a very big change. But you don't feel like the, um, like the quality of work has to be better though? It does, yeah. yeah. But like you have more time to do it and because it's something you want to do, it feels like less like a chore. Yeah. But like in sixth form, it's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Also, I think it's our degree or like degrees that where you don't have to do exams. They're more assignment based. It's a lot more, it's more easier. Like yeah, it's, it's more like mentally. It's more comfortable as yeah. well because you're more in control of like what you do cause, because we do create a creative subject. Exactly. So we, ch- we get to choose what we want to do and that is quite scary as well when you don't know what you want to do yeah by the end of it yeah but eventually like you kind of you do get a bit of support and you do it in your own time since it's university and I'm paying for it I don't want to like not come in for something that I chose to do like this is not mandatory I don't have to exactly. be here but I've chosen to be here and then I turned it around and I was like hold on like it's something that I want to do in sick form it wasn't like it like English I like English I don't English but it's like when I feel like I'm I have to do it it make it puts me off so like when I was thinking about if I'm gonna be the same in university I really didn't want to like not come in and slack because I do it's a habit and it's a bad habit of mine and I feel like it's just like more motivation to get up and go yeah with uni like with six months yeah just get into that especially since like I want to do this is what I want to do as a job exactly so So you have to take it seriously yeah Yeah. so speaking of student life with all the independent stuff outside of university with things like buying train tickets and buying your food and travel and things like that how are you how's a mental with that see that was a struggle for me at first Mm. I was um at first I wasn't I wasn't too sure how to like pay for travel because I think I thought I'd just you know pay with my bank account Mm. um bank card and then I bought an oyster for 18 plus but apparently that doesn't do anything (laughs) yes it doesn't do anything I extended mine however oh yeah she got lucky she extended hers Mm. because she's a year younger but I can't do that so um yeah, I got the 18 plus student Oyster card. And I think this, this is going to be very helpful for some people. Um, with that card, you get discount on travel cards. And so what I've done is... Is it? Yes. Travel card so, as in like... Okay, so what I do is I buy a travel card monthly, which is about, what, £187. And you can from... And I can go in zone one to five. Mm. And I just use the card. And it's for a month. And it's a lot cheaper because I kind of saw myself spending about £200 on travel. Yeah. You don't feel it kind of eat out of your bank account yeah. every time you go out. And it's a blessing. Like, it's out of sight, out of mind. It's, it's really nice. So what about when you have to buy your food? Food? Yeah. <laughs> food is something you have to be very careful about. Mm. If Because London is so expensive. So expensive. You might as well bring snacks from home like if you're at university you have you have the resources you have a kettle you have a microwave mm. you have things to you know heat up food and etc but if you don't need to buy food don't buy it don't feel influenced to buy it yeah but i remember like there was like this one sandwich right this like the it's the only sandwich i ever eat because i'm picky <laughs> but it's like in 2020 it was like 
165. I, I say this to everyone, so these people are like probably like clearly you said this hundred times. <laughs> but uh, the price, the pr- like the price that's like increased is shocking to me. What is it? It yeah. used to be 165 in 2020, so just right around COVID time. Right now it's like 365. Oh my god, that reminds me of like Greg's. Greg's. Oh, I love Greg's. Grew up with Greg's being what like a chicken <coughs> bake being one pound ten pence, one pound twenty p. I bought it the other day and it's like one ninety five. I feel like Greg's is still quite affordable, but but definitely yeah. gone up. You know, student discount. Mm. Oh yeah. I feel like it don't work anymore. Like no, but in real life, when I go up to shops and I'm like buying something, like an item of clothing, I'll be like, oh, do you do student discount? We only do that online. Yeah. Like that's not. It's not even useful anymore. Yeah. I yeah. mean, still use it. Like, if yeah. you're a student, try and use it because yeah, yeah, yeah. you will be surprised sometimes at restaurants. Anywhere you go, just like the apps at least try. Stuff. Yeah. Even if you have your ID on you, just try mm. because at some some you places know. you'll be surprised mm-hmm. and yeah. you will get discounts. How are you with travel? In the beginning, it was like £8 a day for like back and forth. But I've got, I extended the card so it's much, I get free bus travel. Oh. <laughs> I missed that so much <laughs> and half price on um, the tube so good with that but I feel like it could be better I feel like I just spend until it comes to the point where it's like oh you need to be careful like I'm not really good with saving because yeah. most of my life I've not really like saved because like all I have I need to use on myself I don't really have enough to put in the corner mm. so it's like I just spend and when it comes to like food I don't care. I'm like, oh, if I'm hungry, if I want Wingstop, I'm going to have Wingstop. No yeah. Wingstop is an exception. Hold on. Mine's everyone. Slim Chickens, guys. Slim, slim Chickens. chickens. Did you have so some dry. yesterday? No, literally, I had Slim Chickens. It was so moist. <laughs> it's dry. It slim Chickens. It wasn't dry. dry. It wasn't You're dry saying it's not. You know, my, you know, my favourite thing from Slim Chickens is the bread. You know, I've never yeah, had I've never I had it. and toast. It's I had so it yesterday. Good. Oh, my God. It was beautiful. If if like my money is a bit tight sometimes and I'm at uni and like or I'm going out after and I'm like oh I want like KFC or something but everything is like everything has gone up so I'm like am I really gonna spend this ten pounds mm. on KFC when I could spend it on something like, and like yeah I don't want to keep thinking of like exactly like that all the time. but at the same time I could just go home and make myself something to eat like why am I trying to get something take yeah. away yeah. Like, it's not healthy as well and like. I feel like it's just better, like, to just cook at home. Yeah. You're saving money and stuff, but it's like sometimes I get lazy and just want to get takeout. Also, for you, Kashi, since you don't have, like, student finance... Yeah. How is, like... Is it is it, like, really difficult, like, knowing that you have to work, otherwise you're finished? Because <laughs> for me, like, now, when I don't have my... I don't have student finance at the moment, so feeling like... Have, I feel very trapped... Because if I don't work, then how am I going to get to uni? It's like and there's always a stress. Like Yeah, so I feel like I, I I have to work. Before uni, I had a choice. I could, like, go to work and, like... Because also I had the free bus travel, so I would go to sick form or buy bus, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't be spending as much money on trains. And I could work... I could be more flexible with my work, mm-hmm. but now if I don't work like three days, then I'm not gonna make enough for yeah, that's stressful to be in a comfortable space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you do that? I mean, yeah, it is quite <laughs> tough, but I feel like the motivation of getting paid every month and that kind of helping me out and um, not just me, but my parents as well. Like, if I wasn't working, my parents could support me, but I feel like that would put us at um, 
a disadvantage and I kind of don't want to do that. So yeah. I have a motivation there. Mm. And um, my job isn't something like a passion of mine, but yeah. it's it's not a an entirely hard job. Yeah. Right now, I've had a long week, so I do need some sleep. Mm. But it... Um, Go ahead and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> Does it deserve it? So one of the questions that we had was loneliness in university. So what, just adulthood or being a young adult. So how do you um, form lasting connections in new environments? I was thinking about this the other day. Like with secondary and sixth form, I feel like you spend so much more time with a person and with a little group of friends where like you're like this. But with when you're an adult and you're going to university, it's like you have other stuff to do. You don't really have much time to socialise. Obviously, we're amazing friends. Like, I feel really close to you guys. But it's not like you can, like, spend quality time, like, Mm -hmm. just out of the blue because you have time. Because everyone's got their own kind of schedule, their own kind of thing. So sometimes it can feel lonely if, like, everyone's doing their own thing and you're just there like, oh, what about me? Yeah, yeah. And now, even now, like, sometimes a little bit of that does play in my head, like, Mm -hmm. when it's lunchtime, and if you guys aren't in, I'm like, where do I go? But I feel like now, (laughs) like, we have more of the conscious to be, like, stop thinking like that. Yeah. It's not right. Like, you, it's okay. Because at the same time, like, when I'm, if I go to the cafe or something, and I go and sit and just get on my work, like, there's, like, this little... Feel piece like in my head just like everyone's looking at you I was explaining this to Kushi oh, before they're like everyone's looking at you like because you're alone and no but one's no like one, no one cares I have that. no so one cares like, no one that's one thing about uni no one cares about you like in a way where you think like you're being judged Sometimes, no one cares yeah. Like, yeah. no one honestly you can be yourself you can do whatever you want no one's gonna judge you no one cares but yeah I'm more comfortable being like alone and independent Sometimes I like it, like yeah. my own company. And you have things to do, to be honest. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, Tilly, do you think you've, like, changed a lot from, like, a month ago to now? In terms of, of like, like, everything? I feel like, I don't know, but this is how I observe it. I feel like now you're on this, like, grind and passion of, like, I'm going to put myself out there, I'm going to show myself and my skills yeah. and, you know, kind of create your career. Yeah. Um. I don't know, I just... I feel like, especially in this industry, um, this is going to be a business talk now. <laughs> and especially in this industry, like, you can't sit around and just do nothing. So when it comes up to, say, a company and, for example, it will be a podcasting job or a, bro- a presenting job. So two people will come to you. One has experience in three podcasts and hosting a podcast with somebody and then someone comes to you and the other person comes to you and says... I like podcasting. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to choose? Yeah. The person that has experience. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with getting experience because it's going to be something that you hope to be doing in the future and also um, you need it. People, you need it. People like when you're enriched in the when thing already. When you want to do yeah. something. Right. So when you have passion. Even, even when, like, in secondary school or... Like, my my experience dates back to all the way into 2018 when I would write short stories on Wattpad. <laughs> we all kind of had that face. Yeah, we? we all had, had that, that face. face. So you don't realise that, like, that's experience in writing. Yeah. Like, so, so if you... I'm planning to do blogs soon. So 
that's how you know it was a genuine interest. Like in 2018, you were on Wattpad writing. Yeah. In that moment, you're not like, oh, this is experience. But I love writing. All those little yeah, things I help love you. Writing. And like like you said, with this industry, it's very like, it's not like the STEM subjects where you need those qualifications from uni. Like, mm. yeah, we're going to go uni, get a, get a degree, but that's not what's going to get us a job at the end of the day. It's going to be the our experience, our opportunities. And, like, how willing we are just to, like, do things and be proactive. Also, like, I'm always, like, itching to create something new yeah. Yeah. all the time. So inspiring, so. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it it's really like, is. I just, yeah. like, every time I'm, I'm at home and I'm just like, what can I do next? What can I add to my link tree? Because it a link tree is a big inspiration. But don't you think, thing. like, that might, like, low-key lead to, like, burnout, like, but mm. if it's maybe something you really it's, like I enjoy well. it. Yeah. So For sometimes, now, sometimes I am like, oh, it's too stressful. But sometimes there is sometimes where I'll be like, is is this working? Like, am I am I, is this gonna get me anywhere? Sometimes mm. it's gonna pay off. It will pay off, but you just have you just have to get up and do it. Because nobody's gonna do it for you. Exactly. Yeah. The book ain't gonna get written. The podcast aren't gonna be. <laughs> That's made literally for the you. motto. Yeah. No one's gonna do it for you. So because you know, like. People make it seem like it's such a difficult thing to do to start whatever. Like, can I just say, like, my podcast, not this one, not the one that i done with the group of girls. Like, my first podcast was about K-pop. And K-pop, when this is, like, 2021, so I just started sick form and I was, I, I explained this story to everyone again, but I was in bed and I was like, I want a podcast. <laughs> you so did it. I looked it up yeah. on Google and it is so simple. I explain this to everyone. It is so simple to start a podcast. If you really want to do it, or you like I, I recorded about six episodes in my bedroom. That's quite good. On my iPad. <laughs> and it was out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. It is so easy. You'd have to pay or anything to have it. You'd oh. have to pay. Oh you do. But it's like it's not it's like twelve pounds a month or something. Oh, like, that's fine. It's nothing. So if you really want to do it, you will. Yeah. So a lot of people have came to me asking me, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? So to put it on here, what I will say is go out, especially on Instagram, and look for... You, the thing is, people, they're not lazy, but you have to... If you have to force yourself to do it, then do you want to do it? Mm. So, like, the, the fact that, like, there's so many things that are open to you waiting for you to take those opportunities because somebody else will if you don't. Exactly. So I get on Instagram and you follow all the creative pages. They will post opportunities for you. And while at the same time when you're joining opportunities, you build your profile up. So when you follow them, by chance, they'll see what you do and they'll follow you. And it's happened to me a few times as well. LinkedIn, ladies and gentlemen. I need to get on that LinkedIn. 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 <laughs> My first post was about this. Oh yeah, it was, it was. Yeah. But get on LinkedIn. It's like um sometimes job people ask for your LinkedIn link. It's not if you don't have one you don't have one, but it's 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 good. Especially I have like one. sorry to sorry no, to sorry I interrupted. Especially when there's um people like BBC employers on there and BBC apprentices and then you connect, and then they connect, and they can just look at what you do instead of, like, having to... Because I feel like yeah. I've done a lot of, like, creative stuff in the past few years that are, like, a part of courses and, like like you said, like, little podcasts and stuff like that. But I don't put them out anywhere. 
And yeah. I feel like that's what's going to get me opportunities if I show people, like, all the things I've done out of passion and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's when I saw your, your your LinkedIn page. I was like, wow. Like, that does a lot, just showing yourself to people. And then an employer will come to your page, see it, and then you might and also, have another thing opportunity. Is, another thing is, is, like, when I visited Sony, for example, Sony Music, and I spoke to a couple of the industry experts there, like... When I was explaining to them that I had the little K-pop podcast before, it wasn't great. It wasn't top-notch. It wasn't quality performance. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you've done it just says a lot in itself. Like, it shows that, like, all the way from when you were 16, 15 years old and further, like, the fact that you've... It's, like, anyone can say, I have a passion. Going back to that, like, when, when I was applying this time last year for apprenticeships... I had no nothing, nothing to say. Like I, I was writing waffle about how much I like media stuff, but this time around, you can turn and say I did this and I done that. That was very important. So while you're waiting for applications to open up again, do as much as you can. Like even before uni started, when I done the podcast with the group of girls with the Young Urban Arts Foundation, like when that ended, I was trying to see amount of like how much I can do in that time before I start uni and also with uni like it's not like you're sitting down in the lecture and you're going to come out with a degree and the degree degree's not going to get you anywhere you're in a university that's made for creative people yeah I know a couple of people that are just freelancing and they're just doing whatever and they're not doing university and they finish sixth form so they're just doing going to events and whatever but the advantage that we have is that we have these materials that we can use and we have classmates and teachers that do whatever and things like that. that Connections. Make, yeah, so yeah. it makes it gives us a little bit of an advantage. I don't know if it's the case for anybody else, but personally with my sick form, when, when I was with apprenticeships, when I wasn't thinking about uni, like people, people were like, "Oh yeah, Tilly, what uni are you going to?" That was the That's first. That's not the thing, only path. Yeah. That was the first thing people would say to me. They're what dismissive. uni are you going to? And I was like, "I'm not going to uni." And they were like, "Oh." I feel like it's so common now that people like there are like, other it, options. That's another thing. Like people feel very forced to go to university. If you don't go to university, then you're a bum, and it's, it's not true. It's but, not yeah. true at all. Like even. Um, when teachers would say to me that they had to fill it out for their, um, just to log it, like, where everyone was going. She was like, tell you what uni you're going to, I need to write it down. And I said, I'm not going to university. They just have that assumption that you're going to go uni. Yeah, and it's, like, um, like there's no no resources for apprenticeships as much yeah. as there is for university. That's another thing that I noticed. Like, they don't push out apprenticeships as much, and I don't know why. In the future, what are your career goals, Cushy? Okay. So personally, I have a big passion for um, Formula One, mm. um, and I kind of want to go into media and PR. Now, this isn't like set in stone; it's something I do really want to do. But if along the way during uni I find something else that I'm interested in, then I pursue it because I'm quite into photography and creative photography, Was that why creative you've done direction, media communications. Yeah. It's very broad, right? Yeah, it's quite broad. So I want to see, well, obviously I don't have much experience in every um, avenue that media kind of has. So I want to see what 
interests me the most. I want to find my niche. That's something I'm quite excited about in university. I came to uni thinking, well, I picked media communications because I was like, I don't know what I specifically want to do. And I'm quite an indecisive person. So before picking my subject, I was like, do I want to do film? Do I want to do journalism? And I was like, media kind of goes into... Covers everything. Exactly, covers both those things and more. And I kind of wanted to go into PR as well at one point. I was like, what if I don't end up liking journalism or PR and film? Um, And because media, it it gives you all of those resources and lets you experiment. I was like, I want to do that. But in the future, I might want to go into like um, film productions and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or um, journalism, PR, it's quite broad, but... For me, my goal now is kind of figuring out, like what you said, my niche and what I specifically want to do and like allow it to find me, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. One of the questions that we had was like, what is, do you feel like you're going to face challenges being of an ethnic background? So being someone of colour, not being maybe fully British or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like you're going to have an issue with that? What, like career-wise? Yeah, like so when you're being employed... Do you mm. think that you're going to have a barrier because of where you're from? I think that's a sticky question because nowadays there is a lot more... Um, there's There has been change to the way that people are employed to prevent that. It's like policies that. and stuff. Yeah, policies and stuff where, you know, you're not allowed to know their name um, and, like, their, their what they ge- their look race, like. Their race, Yeah, they're stuff not like allowed that. to know certain certain facts about people just so that it's fair and unbiased but I think at some point there will be barriers yeah more like I don't know how to, like covert like it doesn't show mm. yeah. it's kind of there it kind of lingers yeah. rather than like because they've got the laws and the policies in place but I feel like with me because I've, I've never had a, a proper professional job in like the media field but from like just my day-to-day interactions I feel like I don't know, like, sometimes people will have that, like, integrated, like, unconscious thing about you. An unconscious bias. Yeah, and it's, there's a word for it. I've got it, but it's, like, it doesn't show, they don't say it to your face, but it feels a bit, like, I start... Like, underlying. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel, like, kind of, like, left out or just, like, like I don't belong. I've had that, like, where I just, I'll be in a group of, of people and I just feel like just don't belong and it's not about the people we are, it's more about, like, our backgrounds and, like... yeah. Yeah, like, if our parents are immigrants or if you're white or whatever. Like, I don't really do well with, like... <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of companies are, like, going very big on diversity now. Yeah. I know, like, diversity is very important to the BBC and Channel 4 and things like that. So there are, like, things that they put out just for people of colour or people that of ethnic backgrounds, so... I think that there it certainly is changing, of course, mm-hmm. but um, they 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 go for people that are. But I've heard of a lot of controversy with that. Like, people are like, um, "Oh, like you're only hiring forced diversity." Yeah, it's yeah. like you're just There's, having that token black girl, like yeah. token yeah. Asian. There, there are the con- there are the, it's it has this controversy. But that's not but up to the person. People yeah. are always gonna have something yeah, to exactly. say. Yeah, exactly. So, no <laughs> at, least, at least they're trying. But like, if to that's change. the truth, where like you're only employing people based on their like background and not their skills, I feel like what I do agree with is giving people opportunities, giving people from disadvantaged backgrounds opportunities. That's definitely something that you know needs to be happening more because yeah. yeah, people from like 
um, disadvantaged backgrounds don't get as much opportunity as others. I really agree with that, but I feel like giving someone a job only because of, you know, their race is wrong. So, like, what do you expect to get out of uni? Like, what do you... Um, like, are you scared of ever failing? You like you come up by the end of this and nothing's mm. going to happen? Or, like, are you just worried about the future? Oh, sorry. I feel like with failing, it was more of a thing with with secondary and A-level, as in yeah. failing, as in, like, as an academic, because it was very academic. Yeah. But now that we're doing something that we truly like, I feel like I know that... I know my abilities and I know that I can do great things. Yeah with like as a person as a creative so I, f- I feel like if I just trust myself then I'm gonna be fine but there is always that scare of like when you're done with uni like what if you can't get yeah. a job like that's kind of that's scary yeah to be think, unemployed yeah that fear of like failing and you know not enjoying anything it's there it's always going to be at the back of your head but I genuinely think after like three or four years of doing what you're doing if you enjoy your degree then you can't really fail there's bound to be something that you enjoy and that you can kind of just branch out into or you and you and or you will bump into someone who will benefit you or will do something that will change your perspective change your career choice or something like that you will meet someone who will help you out eventually it always falls into place yeah, yeah. It will, everything will fall into place so do you feel secure in your career choice do you ever mm. feel like you want to change or you want to go for what like a safer option i feel like yeah this is definitely like a more risky yeah a uh, career path but i'm fine with that i'm fine with the risk yeah i, I know it's risky I, I went into knowing that like i might it might go all to shit and i won't get a good job or, or whatever but i feel like that's that's the fun of it yeah like big risk big reward right yeah with risks it's like you kind of i don't know it's just more like fun like you can really find what you you like because you're giving so many opportunities i actually got asked this question the other day like do you think that your social media reflects who you are in real life because i don't feel like it does for Mm. me i feel like it does but only if you're if if you're comfortable if you're close and with someone yeah yeah but like I feel the opposite like I don't have enough of a social media presence yeah and I feel like with what I do I need to have a social media presence yeah so when I see you I'm like oh my god like oh, you know when you see people your age succeeding and you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah I feel like that's one of my goals as well to be more social like on social media and show myself more but I feel like you are similar in real life you're just a bit more like standoffish yeah. if that person doesn't know you yeah, yeah. I, think I can't help it you can't comfort it's just you like, yeah. yeah but um what what I was saying was that I've now forgotten <laughs> oh. <laughs> something there was something in my head wait what were you just saying? You were just saying something. I was saying that on social media, I don't have much of a presence. and like, I that's, Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, don't compare yourself to other people ever. I do that, and it's so bad. Like, comparing yourself sometimes... Like, when I was saying this in the other podcast that I have, misheard is out now if you want to watch it. But, like, comparing yourself to other people, the only good thing that you can get out of that is it makes you want to do stuff. So that's what I've gotten out of comparing myself to people. But when I still do it to this day... Like, so to you, it looks like I'm doing a lot. But, but to yeah. me, it looks like I'm doing nothing compared to some people that I know. So 
like everybody's at different part points in their career. So some people might, you might start in two months. So you're at a different point than me. I started three months ago, so I'm at a different point than my friend that started last year. Everybody is taking it at their own pace. Everybody's doing their own thing. So never compare Everyone's yourself. a different person, so it's, it's no silly. competition either. Mm. You're yeah, doing exactly. what you want to do. This is your passion. This is your niche. Just do what you want to do. Enjoy yeah. it. I don't It'll have a okay. niche, though. I don't yeah. think I do. But that's, I mean, it's, it's a it's blessing, silly. but also, like, really bad thing. I don't know how to explain I'm it. I'm trying to find it, though. Like, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I, Sometimes I, I'm like, what if I don't have a niche and this is just... Yeah, that's, that's my worry. But I hope, like, the next few years kind of shows me. Yeah. But like, so, the world we have so much nice time as well. Yeah, like, we've just started. It's been exactly. like a month. <laughs> we've got a lot of time to, like... Already we've been exposed to so many new things already. Yeah. And it's only been, like, the first month. So we've got a lot of time. It's work. just, like, knowing that you won't have a lot of stability is kind of frightening. Like, I just... I just know I know a lot of people in the creative industry that are freelancers. Yeah. And I know how unstable that is. The last question that I have is any advice to be a better version of yourself? Oof, that's a loaded question. Yeah. Not you can say. I feel like I was reading this book, Atomic Habits. I'm not finished with it yet. But um it was saying how like small things that you think are unimportant will lead to a very big thing. Kind of like how you started off with that podcast from a room yeah. and then you moved on to do other things and other projects out of your own passion obviously in that moment you were probably like this is not going to be too useful but in the far far future that's going to be amazing for you so I'd say all those little things you're doing for example going on runs every morning or making your bed all those small things yeah it's true count and they will yeah. do something I was saying this yesterday actually it takes a lot to do um things that other people would consider little like to even get up in the morning and yeah like you don't have to wait like to start uni at nine yeah who's who's who's, who's <laughs> making you get up yeah you have yourself. to do that yourself and so. you don't even need motivation you just need to do it and it, and it will end up becoming like a habit that's like when i go to the gym like i don't want to go but when I get that first session in, it makes me want to go more. Yeah. Okay, to not know what you want to do. Exactly. Really. But that's how you find... Because, like, I would say, like, when I had the podcast and all that rubbish, like, when I was writing in secondary school, I didn't think of doing a podcast ever in my life when I was in secondary school. But I went through so many career changes... It's like I had 60 lives. Like, yeah. I wanted to be, like, a therapist, and then I wanted to be, like, a counsellor, and then, like, I was thinking, should I be a doctor? Like, because I couldn't find what <laughs> I wanted doctor. to do. Yeah. Can you imagine me being a doctor? Like, I couldn't <laughs> find, like, what I wanted to do. Like, I was struggling because all of my other friends kind of had it figured out, yeah. and I was, like, just choosing something for the sake of it, and I feel like that's not... And yeah, like, don't do that, but... um you'll find it eventually like I like, I figured out like it's like an epiphany like I figured out like yeah. <laughs> it was like I was like I like writing and I like this and I like that and then if you you have the power to just turn it into a career then that's you follow your passions and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people say that follow your passions and I remember when I used to get told that I used to be like, oh, well, I don't know what my passions are. Yeah. But when you really sit down with yourself and kind of see what you like, what you dislike, you kind of figure it exactly. out in between. And when I say that, I mean, like, it can be anything. You like playing video games, you like playing video games, you know. You there's don't like, a like, career there's, there's for that. There's something 
design. Yeah. There is graphic design. There is, you know, software development. Video game. Video, like, there's... Yeah, there's something like Yeah, that. like, that's just one example. But, like, I used to... I was really artistic. Not really... Um, not a good drawer, but a painter. And I also do poetry. So just I like, like your, your eyes and your mind yeah, are just creative. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I saw myself being very creative. And I never used to think that of myself when I was younger. And when people would ask me, what's your passion? I'd be like, I don't know. And eventually when I started media, I was like, oh, media is my passion. But what is media? Yeah. That, then that question comes. And it feels quite overwhelming. But I think sit down with yourself and truly figure out who you are, what you like, what you dislike. Is there anything that's very random that you feel like you can't do, which you can do, but f- anything that you feel like you can't do and kind of just see how you how you feel about that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that thank was you. nice. Thank well, you yeah, for having us on. Yes, thank you. This is fun. Thank you for coming for episode one. I feel honoured, to be honest. Oh, to be on your honored. first episode. Yeah, this is my first really podcasting experience. It's great. Thank you for... It's a nice conversation. And yeah. talking in terms of support as well, guys, these people have been supporting me for quite a long... <laughs> for quite... The whole duration, basically. My only... My career or my... My drive to my career only started like maybe a month and a half ago. Or I like, love watching it. Yeah. Thank you. So interesting. So proud. And Thank yeah, you. I'm so proud. I know you're so going to go proud. places. So. Thank you. I'm excited for us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope you enjoyed and peace out. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for episode two of Tilly Talks. And then now you can say peace out. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.